Always fight, never quit, do it right, play the game, win it life, have no shame, there's no time, feel the pain. Well, 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 here we are again, one more time. Hello, hello. Hello, YouTube world. I am a little bit under the weather today, but I am going to try to push through this and get you that live, live in living color. My name is Hillary. I'm here in Ontario, Canada, and you are listening to Hot Tea with Pleasures every Saturday at 8 o'clock on YouTube Live. Like, comment, subscribe, and all the way in Barbados is... Hi, good evening, everyone. I'm Teresa, all the way in the beautiful island of Barbados. That's right, that's right. We call it Bimshire. Bimshire. <laughs> We're going to teach them some some Barbadian stuff because, uh, like, you know, we call it Bayesian instead of uh, Barbadian. Nobody don't call it. Barbadian. Yeah. And it's not, okay, so one thing I have, before we go into the topic today, one little uh, pet peeve I have is this new ideology that everything is Bayesian uh, on the internet. They they put like Bayesian dollar. <laughs> yep. There's no such thing as a Bayesian dollar. It's Barbadian dollar. Okay. Get it right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, today we have a very interesting uh, topic. And, um, you know, I really hope that you guys come through and chat about it and and ha we can have some, uh, you know, some one-on-one -on -one feedback. Well, <sighs> male abuse, the missing link. We're going to, you know, tackle that subject. Uh, Teresa, I'll let you go first while I do some setup on this side. So uh, take it away, mm -hmm. Teresa. Okay, good night again, everyone. Our topic tonight, she said, is the missing link, male abuse. Um... Many times, well, most of the times, persons tend to shy away when there's abuse because maybe it's because of the ego, maybe because of the person that is doing the abuse, the relationship between the two persons. But mostly when it comes to men, they tend to keep silent. Why is this? So tonight we are here bringing it to the forum so that we can have men come through and discuss how they feel, why they keep silent. We can have, we are British, the first are our boys, our teenagers, our young adults can not feel pressured to keep silent about such. So tonight we are looking for you to come out and give any suggestions. If you're in the field of law enforcement, if you are in the field of medicine, you know, a, a therapist, come on in, weigh in on the topic, share your views, share an experience. We don't want to put everything there so that we can say, hey, this is this person that this person is talking about from the neighborhood. You don't want to do that. But we want you to come in, share experiences, share your ideas, how we can get our males to come forward and speak up. Okay. Because at the end of the day, we don't want to lose the men in our community. We don't want to want them to fall victim of abuse. Because in some instances, it likely to turn from emotional abuse to physical Wait. abuse. Now, physical abuse can be recognized. Let's hold on one second before we go any further. We are not professionals. We are just going to give our opinion some information mm -hmm. that we read and uh you know i worked in criminal justice field for many years and so i have a little bit of background on that and you know i also do motivational speaking so i do have a background in dealing with men and abuse uh so i want to put that disclaimer out first before we do that we're going to keep it real and real you know and always try to lubricate your life so Teresa, you can continue and then i'm going to add some of my piece to it go yes like i was saying Physical abuse is mostly recognized because you will see the marks, you will see the bruises, and not, not you always, will think it's pain motion. Sorry? Not always. Because sometimes physical abuse, uh, you might not see marks, right? You might not see any marks. Yeah. 
this is this is Hillary's area, so this is my area. Correct, we ran away This is Hillary's area. I'm gonna take over a little bit here, Teresa, and, mm -hmm. uh, and you let you come back in because I want to give some t statistics about it because mm -hmm. I don't think people realize. And I'll tell you this: when we're gonna keep this real, when when you first of all, when we put it out there, I, some people were asking questions like, "When are we going to hear about women's abuse?" We hear about women abuse. This is the this is the whole point. We do not mm -hmm. talk about men abuse, male abuse, uh, because. One, we think of it as an LGBTQ uh, community, uh, ITQ uh, community um, problem, and it's not. It's also in the uh, heterosexual community. Uh, we also think that, you know, we dismiss it. Let's be honest. You walk down the street, you see a woman hitting a man, and what do you say? A lot of people are like, ah, what did he do? You know, justifying it. And also, we have that whole uh, shame or non-involvement when it comes to abuse where people do not want to get involved. So, in saying that, I just want to say a couple of things like, do you know that 9% of rapes in America are males that are, have been raped? And again, both sides of the coin when it comes to men being raped. So in Canada, we have like 418 men that have been abused, uh, you know, either physically or sexually by women. And then we have one in five, eight, 10 men experience this in the United States, whether it be sexual, uh, physical violence or rape or, or stalking. So that means like one in every four men and then one in every 14 has penetration and one in 38 are raped. Uh, so 71% of them have experienced any any kind of violence uh, from women or uh, same sex uh, as a male uh, before the age of 25. Before the age of 25 years old, 71% of men have been abused. And, uh, you know, one in three is sexually sexual violence and 56% of them have contact violence. So I'm gonna teach you a couple of, of little acronyms here now. So, we have the IPVs, where I think a lot of people know that is intimate partner violence. That could be on either side. Uh, sexual violence uh, is SV, and then we have the uh, S. Excuse me, the CSV, which is the contact sexual violence, and of course we have stalking. So these are a, uh, some of the uh, just a little bit background, so you, you know that it is a serious problem, and a lot of men mm -hmm. do not admit or speak about. Um, their experience when it comes to being assaulted uh, by a female especially because society has the has said if you know you're weak or they're taunted or made uncomfortable it's not something that a lot of men as I said want to talk about and I'll be honest, some of our audience are like, eh, <laughs> you know, and, and that's the problem. We're conditioned to think that men are always strong and men are always, you know, the aggressor in, in a lot of situations. Uh, this is one of those conditionings and one of those uh, stereotypes that we have in society that is very dangerous because anyone, everyone, doesn't matter what sexuality can be a victim of abuse. And um, I had, unfortunately, you know, or fortunately, I should say, you know, working as a, being a motivational speaker and hosting workshops, I have seen men sit in the audience that are victims of abuse in an actual active abuse situation and have them approach me after my presentation to, to let me know that they were in a domestic wow. violence uh, situation. One person had lost his eye. Uh, you know, his wife had abused him to the point where she took his eye. And he was still in the relationship. And I've had men approach me and, you know, let me know that they were being sexually assaulted. Uh, there is two, you know, people ask, there's that question, can a man be raped? Yes. <laughs> there's the answer. There's the answer. Yes, there is rape. And then there is made to penetrate, which is the MT, MTP, right? So uh, 
like rape is, I'm going to try to be technical with it, uh, is it, basically completed and attempted unwanted penetration. That's rape, right? Where the person is physically forced uh, by the, uh, is a victim of, um, and unable to consent due to, could be drunk, dr uh, being high, or drugged, or unconsciousness, lack of awareness, or whatever. Uh, that's rape. And then there is the MP, MTP, which is, as I said, is the made to penetrate. And um, that occurs when, you know, there's an attempt to sexually assault a man, you know, and forcing him to penetrate you as a female. And uh, it can be forceful or not forceful. It could be a um, simple thing as blackmail, you know. It could be anything. It could be pressure, alcoholism, sorry, alcohol or drugs. It could be anything. Um, seduction. Anything unwanted is not okay. So uh, I'm going to push that back over to you, Teresa. Okay. Um, taking it a lot there from what Hillary said, <laughs> the different acronyms and all of that. Um, what makes a person abuse is one of the things that I get from what she said. Mm -hmm. And doing some research, it also says that the person is looking to is more of a controlling a controlling person. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the signs you can look for what and what makes the person abusive. They always need to have that control. Mm -hmm. So what causes the violence in men, it in the case of mental illness, it happened to them when they were young. Um, jealousy can, can be another factor there. Um, alcoholic abuse. Mm -hmm. Drug abuse on, on the whole to make it broad in general. Um, physical impairment, um, short-term relationships, duration. These are things that can cause a person to be abusive. Um, one of the things that I have noticed was, how do you put this? So I don't want to be too to blunt about it. They no, be blunt. Alcohol abuse. <laughs> be alcohol abuse. Blunt. Sometimes it needs to be blunt to uh I have to get I have right. seen <laughs> I have seen say Friday 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 evening work is done, you get your paper and for whatever reason you go lay me with the boys, female what lineman is. Pardon? Tell people what Lyman, Lyman. Chill out, hang we're out. teaching invasion um, here. Come on. <laughs> you go and hang out with your friends. You get drinking. Some people might gamble. Not, in, not necessarily in a hard way, but you're out with your friends, you're lineman. Then some people, person might do it casually as, you know, after work thing, a regular on Fridays just to kick back. But afterwards, when you go home, it's a different situation. Looking from the male point of view, the female, whether it's the wife, girlfriend, doesn't like that. And argument starts from there. There can be, get, it can go physical or things can be said to the person which are degrading. If children are involved, that is a very hard and painful part you have to deal with, especially if children are young or when, when um, we as adults tend to get in the situation we are arguing, we forget about the little one that's in the room. So in this, seeing that, that can be the beginning of things that will happen to them as they get older. So these are things well, that can be built in. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to stop you right there. What you just said is the reason why it continues. Because mm -hmm. violence is never okay, right? We can all agree on that. So you just said something that's very, very important. Seeing a behavior allowing mm -hmm. it to continue or copying it or Acceptance accepting of it. Yeah. it is the reason why 
this particular subject matter is one of those things where we all know about, but we are very, we're a little bit too comfortable. We're uncomfortable, but we're a little bit too comfortable not speaking on it or speaking it as a actual issue, <laughs> right? You know, and um, I will. I would like some of our viewers to, you know, to to ask some questions here or to give their input as well. But I think that that's the part when it comes to male abuse that, you know, a lot of us keep silence. Huh? Yes, we keep silent. We we see it. We see it. We see the guy, the girl smack the guy across his head. We see, you know, a guy with a black eye or whatever, or. You know, or, or the conversations, ah, she had a bad day this weekend. We hear it when we see it. And what happens? The reaction is either laughter, igno uh, ignoring it completely, or justifying it. You know, and we, we do have some people in society that do take it very seriously. But unfortunately, the percentage of, of acknowledgement of this is very, very low. And this is the reason we have to have these kind of conversations and I, I'll put that this out there because I don't want anyone to think that we do not and we're not advocates for abuse women women we are and I am I am an abused woman so I would never um, you know do one side on another but today's conversation is about male abuse and we have to have that conversation. You can't change something unless you acknowledge it, one. And two, you cannot acknowledge something if you don't know about it or don't want to know about it. Continue, Teresa. Okay, there are some pointers I'm going to give you for five, five signs of emotional, emotional sorry, abuse. <laughs> um, the first one is they ignore boundaries or invade your privacy. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the abuser is like, they don't respect your space, basically. And another one is they're possessive, they're controlling. Things have to be done this way. Things have to be put back the correct way, not, you know, it caused an argument from there. Um, Sorry about that. People are messaging about their podcast. Same thing as we go on. Yeah, it's okay. Keep it going. Mm -hmm. They often dismiss your feelings. It's not about you. It's always about them. And we know when we are pushed in a corner, the next thing is retaliation. Yep. And everyone might not operate that way, but whenever we are pushed in a corner, the next thing we do is retaliate whether it is verbal or whether it is physical. We, we might retaliate. I'm, I'm going to interject there a little bit because not everyone when pushed into a corner fights. Some people flight, uh, some fight, and then some coward, right? Mm -hmm. and it's not cowering. You know, that's the word that's used. It means um, it's more of a compromise, like give in, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, continue. And I think, as Hillary said, with men, they tend to give in because table, tables turn. When a woman is being abused, the law is quick to step in. Not when the it law, people men, see it, people get involved very quickly. When when it happens to a man, see a man turns and starts to be aggressive. And if Everyone it, is there to yep. defend the woman or if it's a male they don't on even male. have to know if how it's a male on male argument started if it's a male on male we see it as a, as a fight right yeah and we, and dismiss, we just stand we automatically watch. dismiss it or we watch it mm -hmm. yeah and we start no no we have social on. media you know that right people start cheering <laughs> on if especially if a woman is really like really you know really physically abusing or assaulting this person I've seen situations where people and the people like these strangers are gathering around, cheering her on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it is painful. Mm -hmm. It's sad. It's painful. And 
it's too comfortable you know continue sorry okay the the trait the traits of of a mental abuser one of the things that i notice here the questioning of, of part of it the abuser may question the victim's memory of an mm. event or happening usually between the two persons blocking blocking refusing to listen to the victim or change the subject when it becomes uncomfortable those are things that you mental traits you see of the abuser um the Perpetrator, Hillary, perpetrator. Sorry. The victim needs and feelings seem unimportant. So, I guess that's what Hillary was talking about earlier when she was at a meeting. Yep. And it was all females. Mm -hmm. There was just one male. One guy. And he refused to take a stand and say, well, I'm here because such and such. Yeah. Right? He waited until everything was, was finished, went back to the lot. car. He ran up to me. She said yes. she was physically putting her stuff in the car to get in the door. Yeah. And he came up to her and started the conversation. Why didn't you say something we were on his side? One, embarrassment. Two, shame is the a room full, a room full of women. And you're going to start and talk about this. Yeah, sorry. Shame it, is the number one reason of any abuse. Shame. Mm -hmm. It stops you from opening your mouth because I know they have that question and a lot of people ask, why do people stay in an abusive relationship? It's shame. And it's shame that comes from society. It's shame that comes from yourself. It's shame. And shame is very, very hard on you. So if you want to know the reason why people stay in, a, in an abusive relationship, number one is shame. Number two is financial. And number three, sometimes it's cultural. Um, and then number four uh, it is, it sounds weird, but comfort. And, and when it says, when I say comfort, it's what, what am I going to do? Like that question of what am I, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? And not knowing the resources. So go ahead. Some of the, the symptoms of psychological abuse in this case is, is the name calling you're in the neighborhood or you're in a workplace and you're being abused and persons that work with you like they they're they're talking about it they see it as a laugh oh, oh no, don't don't listen to him when we are meetings he even can tell his wife or his partner at home anything so you get that kind of degrading conversation that comes along so for me it seems like it's something like bullying Mm -hmm. Like maybe your children get bullied. To me, I take it is bullying. Well, you, you know why people abuse, right? Mm -hmm. You know why people abuse? Why people abuse? of power or in control mm -hmm. in their control lives. Lack again, lack there of power or control of their own lives is the reason why people abuse. And mm -hmm. it goes along for multiple different types of assaults, whether it be rape. Would it be molestation? Would it be uh, ped pedophile behavior? All of those, it is lack of control and power in their own selves. And that's a sense of bullying. A question to you, Hillary. In your, in your work, have you ever dealt with a teenager that such happened to? Yeah. And if so, what, yep. what, what was their approach? Because I imagine it's a group. It's not just. A, it's not always one on one. It's a group of, of people you'll be dealing with. What yeah, is your their approach to you? Because I know yeah. one instance, instance you mentioned it was a an adult, mm -hmm. and he waited until I had a teenager. Everything I've was had, finished. Yeah, I've and had teenagers. we're gone. Mm -hmm. So no, the teenagers, do they come up and speak to you freely about it? Yes, yes. I had a teenager. He was actually sixteen years old. And he was in an abusive mm -hmm. relationship and uh he told you know he he told him he told his father and his father said ah you know what are you doing to to cause her problem whatever you're doing just stop doing it oh gosh 
Yeah, that was his father's. And uh, at the point where I'm, I, I went to a, a workshop for, for teens, and um, he, I was this one of the guest speakers, and after the presentation, they always come to me after, like, where is away from everyone else. Um, I was in the lobby about to leave, and he came up to me and he said, you know, good presentation, that's really good. And his question was, what if he had a friend that, and he started mm. asking all these questions about the friends. Yeah, it's behind them. And I said, I said, what is your name? And he said, my name is, and I said, well, is that your name, your friend? And he just looked at me with these eyes that I've seen before. And he went silent and I said, it's okay. It really is. And he just let it all out. He, he, you know, he cried. I hugged him and we stood there for a while. And then I brought him outside more because I, I don't want him to feel the shame. The shame stops you from speaking. It stops you from advocating for yourself and it takes away your voice. Right. So, uh, his abuser was a teenage girl, you know, that was, really? yeah, she was beating him. She forced him to have sex when he didn't want to. And he was at the point of suicide. And so when something like that is so at that level, at detrimental, I, immediately told him that I need to speak to some person that can get him immediate help. I did know the ladies that were inside the building and I said to him, I am telling you, no one is going to blame you for this. You need to get help and you need help now. And it took a little bit to convince him, but after about an hour of me speaking and on sharing my story a little bit more, you know, my youth as well. Um, I was able, he allowed me to go and, uh, grab one of the ladies from inside and, uh, you know, she was a social worker and she, she took over from there, but I reached, you know, he reached out to me uh, about a year later and, uh, wanted me to know that he had started doing music lessons and, uh, he mm -hmm. goes, I might not have a voice, but I have a song. <laughs> and uh That's good. yeah and he had gotten out of the relationship and understood that it doesn't matter um who your abuser is no violence is no violence should be accepted by anyone in society and again as i said we're just way too comfortable with seeing men abused and I, I'll say one more thing. I am so tired of people saying that a real man does not cry. Man, let me tell you something. If your man is not crying, right? That means you know that crying is a way of you release, releasing your energy and your frustration and rage, right? Crying is an emotion. So if he's not crying to you, The question is, what is he doing to release his pain, his, pain. his frustrations? What is he doing? We're going to take a quick minute and we will be right back with more hot tea with pleasure. And I want you to think about this. This one is touching. When you see, um, and I want you to be honest, you know, drop a comment in, ask a question. Or just give your feedback. When you see a guy being slapped around by another man, what do you do? We saw that whole Will Smith thing. I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to go into it. But I was not happy with a lot of responses. But anyways, I'm, I'm going to leave that there. And, you know, a lot of different things are happening in society. And, again, I'm not saying that what happened is what we saw when it comes to that or even the the johnny depp uh story that's going on i don't know which side is right or what don't write me <laughs> you know about that i'm just saying it brings up the conversation and we need to have that conversation 
We'll be right back with some more hot teas. Great pleasure. Uh, Teresa, when you come back, you want to do a little, um, a little skit? Have you cut it already? Do, we, do you want to do a little skit when we come back? Because I, I think the people need to, to, to see how simple and how easy it is to, uh, to be in a situation where you're actually seen an abuse and just sitting back and doing nothing. We'll be right back. You might have to continue the conversation the missing link yep male abuse <laughs> Teresa always <laughs> missed my cues <laughs> that's okay so uh we're gonna we're back now we have uh some viewers I can't hear more. you sorry I, I'm not sure why you can't hear me can you hear me Hillary yes I can hear you Okay, so I am not, yeah, so let's Oh, okay, this. here you go. Yes, go ahead. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> I hear you earlier, go ahead. Live, everybody, live. Thank you for, Teresa, for that. <laughs> okay, so you want to tackle the, the question? You want to, sorry, but let's do the, the skit first, and then we'll we'll tackle the questions, okay? So uh, you want to be, be the female or the male? Doesn't matter. Pick I'll be one. the female. I'll be a female. I'll be the female. You'll be the female, so you have to ask me the questions then. Ask me the hard questions. Go on. You sure you want to be the female? Well, you want to be the male then? I just imagine <laughs> <Which one>? go. <laughs> so, my questions are going to be geared around you being abusive. I being abusive you're, to you. You're the abuser. So if you, you know what, you be the you be the male. I'll be the female. Okay, ready? Here we go. Where were you today? Um, I, I didn't. No, no, no. I no, went, uh, I went no, no, shopping. No, 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 no. Shut up. Where were you today? I went shopping. Did I tell you you could shop? I mean, did I tell you you could when, shop? Did you I you know I was going to. Did I tell you know this? I was going shopping. Okay, so you know what? You're talking too much right now. Okay, I'll just leave it. I'm gonna go put yeah, the groceries yeah, yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that, and, do that, because you're nothing. You're nothing. Why does it always nothing, have though, to be? But you're nothing. You know what? Why does you know, it I always see, have to I be? I see you like a little bitch. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Be quiet. That's what you're supposed to do. Now, next time I speak, you listen. And whatever Why you want to do, do with all your friends, you can forget about way. doing with your friends. But if you really love me, you wouldn't do half the things you'd be doing. Right? So who's going to go and get the groceries? You're what? not going to go and get what? them. I'm sorry. Come closer. Let me tell you a secret. Come closer, though. No. Did you just say no to me? Oh, okay. I see how you are. You're a punk, huh? Yeah. You take those glasses off. You know what? I tell my friends you're a bitch. And you know what they say? <laughs> yes, he is. 
A real man would do this. A real man would do that. You're not a real man. You're a little boy. And why am I with you? Because I pity your ass. Why are you here, Stan? Uh, again. Why are you Did still I ask here, you to then? speak? No. Look, I'm going to go make something to eat. <laughs> Let's end it there. And then, you know, like physical violence could happen or whatever. But we've mm -hmm. seen this so many times in society. We've seen the arguments. We've seen women and men going back and forth. And we assume, what's the assumption? What did he do? Right? Mm -hmm. We always look at it as it's a situation yep. to blame the, yep. the guy. You blame the guy. And we blame the victim when we do that. So I just want to pull a little something up that I have here. Teresa, in Barbados, uh, how is male abuse seen? Is that it's not talked about. Not talked about? It's not talked about. Have you seen any situations on the street or or know of anyone that either was or was experienced? Or have most most of the time, the what do you see on the street? Mm -hmm. Sorry, most of the time, what you see, what I have seen on the street, mm -hmm is male on male mm -hmm. whether it's someone from the lgbtq community mm -hmm. back and forth with each other and or you know persons who get physical the men to get physical mm -hmm. i remember growing up like my late teen early teen sorry mm -hmm. within the community where i live there was this gentleman, they were, they were aged though. They had grown children that were like in their 30s, 40s, 40s. And the gentleman would come home and he he, he was very, what we, what we call here a drunkard. Mm -hmm. He drank a lot of alcohol. And then he would come home at three hours in the morning. Outside would be silent. What do you call it? Dead of the night. And then you would hear this big argument and you would hear this tumbling and things throwing and it was like, it was such, such the norm coming from that household. Yeah. Like, oh, another one. Mm. And then when you wake in the morning and you, you look at the direction of the room, you can see the results of what happened last night. Mm -hmm. on the home because mm -hmm. something you broke from windows whatever the case is and when you see the individual you will like you see bruises but it, it just became the, the norm it just became the norm you're smiling again and, and some comments i know i'm just looking I'm, I'm reading some of the comments okay yeah it became a norm so then no one in the neighborhood maybe never called i've never seen the police um visited the house Good point right there. police let's talk about the police right now and we've seen the police change over the years it's going towards you know there's still a lot of work that needs to be done but we're seeing some change right mm -hmm. towards the a more positive light we're seeing we're seeing stuff this is in canada or um I want to speak on North America right now because that's where I am. <laughs> so I'm, I'm seeing a change, okay? But when it comes to male abuse, remember that whole Jeffrey Dahmer situation? You remember that back in the 80s, 80s, 90s, around there? Where the no. had, you, okay, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you what happened, girl. Let me tell you what happened. Let me give you the tea, okay? I'm not even going to talk about my tea today because I want to focus on this. Uh, there was a situation where these uh, men, you know, there were multiple calls to a particular home about men arguing or loud noise coming from a particular home. There was even a situation where the police took the guy back to the house. Okay. Mm -hmm. The men were being murdered, raped, murdered, you name it, torture. Okay. Oh, there's one person said, Baby Eiffel says, I grew up with a neighbor like that and a a young girl that would look she was watching in horror and and that's the Whoa. that's the thing is us it, it affects you mentally when you're let me go back to the jeffrey dahmer 
uh, uh, situation. The police walked the guys back to the house. They came to them and said, hey, I'm being abused. Hey, this guy is raping me. Hey, this guy kidnapped me. Hey, this is happening. And there, and when he went back, he said, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a lover's quarrel. And it was dismissed. And a lot of those victims were killed. Mm -mm -mm -mm. And this is the problem. So when we go, when, you know, I'm just, again, experience and information and exchange of information where, um, you know, the victim called the police like he was supposed to. And when mm -hmm. the police got there, he got arrested. I had one situation, one client that told me that. He said, I got arrested. And doesn't matter what I said, I was oh, not runs? believed. I was not believed. Uh. He was charged with assault. And it was him that was actually being assaulted. It took him so long to prove that. You know? And unfortunately, mm -hmm. she pulled a weapon on him. And that was his last straw. That was it. He, he got up. He was stabbed. He was stabbed four times. And that's when they believed him. And we don't need that to get to that level for when for when that phone call comes in uh, i'm talking to the police right now <laughs> when it comes in and the man is saying i'm being abused and i'm not saying that all police do that I'm, again i'm just making a comment in front of experience <laughs> and experience is believe both sides but investigate in the moment, take it, matter seriously. take it seriously when a man is called. Take it seriously. Whether it's the same sex or opposite sex, it doesn't matter. Violence is never okay. And, and baby Eiffel, I, I, I hear you when you say that the you know the child was watching horror. Um, uh, too often, you know, a lot of when it comes to abuse or or violence is repeated mm -hmm. by a child because it's something they've seen. And has been accepted in their household so often that it's become a condition and conditioning is very very easy and very very quick and when I say quick the amount of time the the, the time it takes to condition a person to do bad it will take a multi mile <laughs> multi time much longer for them to undo that so if you wonder why a child might not react when they see violence is because they've seen it so they've much seen time. It. It's a norm. It becomes a norm. It's a complete norm, you know, and um, baby, I, baby face, I feel, I, I thank you for that comment. It is so true because, and, and we also are the, the, the child. We are the child society, people in the audience. We are the child too because we sit there and we watch it. We see a man being assaulted and we just kind of either turn our face or what he do? Oh, he deserve it. Start commentating. <laughs> Some people do step in. I've seen a, mm. I've seen situation where people have stepped in. Well, it's even interesting if it's because case, it's usually a female stepping in. Right? Even if it's a case of if you don't want to intervene, mm -hmm. I think one should at least reach out to law enforcement. My my uh reach out my, to someone that I don't can know assist. What's happening here? It keeps going back and forth to to showing again, here come these technical issues. It keeps showing uh the, the uh you know or or break tag. It keeps doing that, but anyways, we're here. You can hear us. Thank you, Nicole, for that, uh for letting us know that she could see us. Uh, we can see us now. <laughs> Hopefully we can continue to see us. I don't know. We keep, I don't know. I, I'll get our tech to look at that, but thank you so much for that. Yeah, continue, uh, Teresa. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I was just reading on what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's a case that you feel that you don't have the power to do something. Yes. There are numbers you can call. There's yes. law enforcement you can call. You know, if it's a case, you can get that person out of that situation at that time. Because mm -hmm. the, the the man or the person being abused, mm -hmm. the man, because we're talking about men here, it might be a case that be able to get out of the house yes. or wherever 
So if it's in the streets and they're fighting, if it's a case that you can disrupt the abuser and get that person out of there, you have done a great deal. Yeah. You we're have gonna, done a lot. Drop, we're going to drop the, uh, we're going to put some, uh, some numbers and information up on our platform once we post the video, um, the, pre the recorded video uh, of different help and resources uh, in the US, Canada, and Barbados. Uh, if you know a person of, of abuse, uh, please reach out, you know, try to help. Do not judge and don't blame. Um, there is a lot of things that we as a society when it comes to this particular topic shy away from and I hope that this opens up a conversational piece it's much much more to it than what we're talking about tonight as we said we're just pulling from our own experiences some information that we read uh, you know as we we, we we talked about the whole well we're not going to talk too much about our lubricant project tonight but that's where we got some of this information from because we were dealing with the whole aspect of understanding uh, self-love and self-care and um, you know I, I I just want to give a takeaway tonight um, Teresa you know you ever heard mm -hmm. a, a female say oh I went through his phone mm -hmm. I broke into his phone and went through it mm -hmm. Hackers. I, I followed him mm -hmm. <laughs> I know what he doing at work mm -hmm. right Right. The thing is, they they have they have that's called friends. stalking people. They have okay. they have their friends. <laughs> that, that is that is illegal. Team. Okay, it's illegal to do those things. Do not think that because you are a female that it's okay, or that. And let me explain something to you. Even if you're married to the person, common law or otherwise, legal document or not, you have zero rights to break into some person's phone. You have zero rights to follow people around unless it's because you're trying to prove that a crime is being committed. And you have zero rights to bust into a hotel room and beat the heck out of the, the person that you're, even if he's having an affair, you have zero right to be doing that because at the end of the day, violence is violence and that's that, right? So, I've heard that too many times, too many stories of women, I'm going to use the word bragging. Yeah, I got into his phone. Yeah, I did this. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, I show up at his work, you know, and we've seen how that has escalated, escalated. Do you remember that time? Do you, okay, I'm going back to the 80s again, 80s, 90s, uh, the Bobbitt situation where she cut off his penis. Oh my God. Remember that? What yep. did we do with that? What did we do? What did we from, do? We turned that from into there, a joke. Everyone was talking about yeah. it. It was just broadcast. Yeah. I don't think people really took it serious. No one took it. Yeah, people didn't take it serious. I don't think people really took it serious. No, kick the guy because in the groin. I remember being like, in oh, conversation. Oh, I kick the guy in the groin people and brag about say, it. Oh, yeah. I, how many, how many people, come on now. How many females you hear say, I'm going to kick you in the groin? Or I kicked him in the groin. And then mm -hmm. what? What are you going to do about it? Right? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Baby Face Eiffel says, I saw four families in, in my area destroyed by alcohol. Two of the young men actually died. One from an incident and the other from his alcoholism. And that's another thing is we don't ever know what causes a person to, to drink. And this is another thing when it comes to male because, again, society has told them they are not allowed to cry or show emotion. Okay, you want a man to show emotion and to cry and to express himself because guess what? They're humans. <laughs> okay, they are called human beings. In the same way you get to express yourself emotionally, any person should be able to express themselves emotionally. It doesn't matter the sexuality. And for you to, uh, and for, for them to be, you know, chastised for doing it or be considered weak or punk or pussy or whatever you want to call them, then what are we doing? What are we doing? <clears throat> so I'll say this to my audience. We have, you know, 32 views going on. I'll say this. When you see any person 
male or female, same sex or other. When you see it, don't turn your face. <laughs> don't sit back and, and cheer on. Don't become part of the problem. Don't keep silent. Don't keep silent. And for those out there in a sending an abusive situation, I say this to you. It is not your fault. There's no reason to be ashamed. Shame is the reason that you're sticking there and staying there. It's the number one reason. And shame is hard. Shame is hard because when it comes, especially from that situation where, you know, you go and you used to tell your boys or you tell your family, like, man, she hits me or she does this. Or you can't believe she, I woke up and she was on top of me. And they, you know, and the response that comes back at you is not something of support that will continue. Tracy, you got any last words? When you see something, say something at the say same time. See something, say something. If it's a case because you think that you'll be overpowered because of your body weight, your size, you think you're not bold enough to step up and say something to the person that you then will be attacked, you can pick your phone up. We all have a phone. 311-211 here in Canada. Mm -hmm. 411. I mean, you know, make, 911 make a is always call. in North America wide. Yeah. Uh, what, what is it in Barbados? Report, report that what is incident. That in Barbados, um, Teresa? I think no, we're trying to put on uh, well, it's not it hasn't happened as yet, but we're trying to get all our emergency numbers. You see how you call um 911 and then it dispatches you. Yeah. We are trying to put all of our numbers under the same thing as that, so it's not a, a bother. Yeah. Patra, Petra, Petra Eiffel says, Someone most is of messaging them, me. Sorry, I'm just going to read a comment here. Petra Eiffel says, most of them drink alcohol to take away uh, the pain. The, the, yeah, the, and the problems. And, and mm -hmm. that's true. That is so true. You know, so our, our, our emergency number here for the police is 211. 211, okay, in Barbados. 211, the okay. police. And, to, uh, and you also have a, a hotline number, which is 429-8787, 429-8787. That's a hotline number. Yeah. And within our law enforcement here, there are sections that instead of you calling and talking directly, like a usual call, if you want to call, for anything in general, there is a section that you can call that deals with family. So 211 is the number you call here in Barbados and Hillary said it was 311. Uh, we, we, got, we have 311 and 211 here in Canada okay. uh, when it comes to uh, getting help. Um, uh, they take away of the non, take, they take care of the non-emergency issues, but and something where the, uh, domestic violence, especially, you know, is, is in the current situation, 911 is the best number to call. Um, okay. They have the uh, Life Lifeline uh, Canada Foundation. That's another one that deals with crisis. And that's here in Canada, you know. Uh, we're going to drop some uh, information um, after and put it into the, onto the, the stream, sorry, to the uh, recording, uh, recorded episode so that you have this information and never again shame is the reason a lot of people stay in these situations and not because they want oh, to be financial is a big one as well and what we have to do as a society is not to diminish or belittle those situations yeah. i advise anyone going into a new relationship male or female but mostly focus on male and there are things that are going on or things that are being said that you don't agree with, say something. Say something. Don't be like, oh, that's nothing. You didn't mean it. Because what you allow at the beginning is going to continue. And, and there's and, only and, one and person that, the word allow. you can think for that. The word allow means um, not picking what up you the accept. phone. Yeah, not, not picking up the phone and, and making that call or telling someone or, you know, some people don't have the motivation, the strength, and the power in their voice to say something and maybe just tell a friend, uh, a true friend, that is.
And mm -hmm. uh, one more last piece before we go that when it comes to male abuse that and why it continues is cultural acceptance. Uh, sometimes it's cultural um, for men to not express themselves or not to uh, advocate this type of behavior and uh, it continues because it's allowed. And again, it's the same thing. I, I mean, I, we can go on and on and talk about this. I was about to say, yeah. Uh, you know, talk about what we really wanted to make clear tonight is that it is real. It does exist. And that until we as a society um, start to deal with it and treat it as real, acknowledge it, and when it happens, when it's in front of your face pick up the phone call 911 you know so I'm not telling you when to get involved physically because you never know what could happen and it could cause your life but a call to 911 or any authority figure or, or someone that you can get some kind of help or even if the person because asking a person if they need help sometimes can be dangerous for them as well so try to assess the situation be more of a uh, eyewitness, you know, that you can advocate on their behalf, like, you know, calling the police and, and saying what you've seen. But, you know, getting involved could be very, very dangerous for you and for the person. So that's what we're going to say on that. And, uh, Teresa, we're going to uh, wrap it up with a little bit of our Barbadian culture. And um, what is the one thing you want Barbados males to know, whether it is same-sex or opposite-sex violence? What do you want them to know? In terms of the discussion, speak out. Don't be shame and hold stuff in. You need to speak out, get out there. And if it's a case, like Ithra was saying earlier, if it's a case you can't interrupt, Sorry, I know we have three more minutes le left, right? But do you realize that we see a lot of this stuff? I, I know we're on YouTube and don't kick us off YouTube, but we see a lot of this play out on YouTube videos. Am I wrong? We see a lot of this play out on YouTube videos and we watch it. We watch it. Some of us laugh. Some of us are entertained. And we're watching abuse as entertainment and justifying it by saying, oh, you know, he did this or I having a story happen in front of us, not knowing the beginning, not knowing the end, only seeing a part of it and making a conclusion that whatever just happened, he deserved it. Same. So basically, we're we're acting out um, film. Yep, every day, YouTube, reality shows. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, and this goes on and on and on, right? But I want to thank all the viewers coming in tonight, and I want to mm -hmm. thank for those questions in there, Nicole, Petra, Babyface. Eiffel, all everyone, uh, thank you for your questions. Yes, we are smiling. <laughs> and um, I, I want, again, 911, 411, no, sorry, 211 in Barbados, 911 uh -huh. here in Canada, US. If you see something and you see violence, violence is never okay. We want you to continue to keep it real, keep it raw, motivate, uh, lubricate your life, and moist up everybody. But again, male violence, never okay any kind of violence never okay and we'll okay. see you here again next saturday at 8 p.m eastern time we want to thank you one more time teresa uh, i'm glad to see you up and running again i i know both of us were under the weather we're trying so hard <laughs> to make this happen tonight i i was I, i'm still down and out but uh you know i'm getting a little bit better we're fighting it i'm fighting it yeah and I hope you feel better as well. So thank you again, everybody. We're again here goes our our connection not showing our faces, Teresa. I don't know what to do, <laughs> but I'll get that figured out next week. Thank you so much, everyone. You have a great night. Like, comment, okay. subscribe. 
hot tea. See you next week. See you next week. Take care. Okay. Bye.